Welcome to the Rec Center. He's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. We are two longtime friends who watch way too much TV, old TV, new TV, you know, as it drops on streaming. We're going to be watching pretty much everything because that's what we do anyway. And we're going to tell you whether we recommend it or not. Um, typically for every episode, we will bring three recs, not always going to be positive, but it's going to be, you know, kind of the new streaming shows, or like I said, maybe some throwbacks. Maybe we'll recommend you know, you go back and watch um, a classic show that is just dropping on streaming. Um, again, he's Jack Ferris. Will you do a quick, quick little yeah. intro? Yeah. Who I mean, are you? I'm Jack Ferris. Lindsay, Lindsay nailed it on the head. We watch an egregious amount of TV. Always have. It's something we've always bonded over. And now it feels like if this is nothing else, uh, it lets us feel better about all the media that we consume uh, yeah. day to day. I think... Yeah, I think our I think our tastes are along the same line, but 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 differ big time. And I think uh, one of those one of those differences is going to rear its ugly head today, because I have a problem with um with one of your picks. But outside of that, yeah, I think you I think you right. you're you're getting ahead. That's a tease. We're going to disagree on something later. I don't think that I'm going to be as fervent in my recommendation as you think I am. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I mean, honestly, you and I were kind of ahead of the game with like binge watching, Uber consumer, watching too much TV. That was a big thing when I was a kid. Everyone always made fun of watched. And now it's kind of cool to consume all this media and to watch all this stuff. So I just feel like we were really, I'll give us that we were ahead of the game. That's what not, I'm saying. Not to date ourselves, but our friendship started when I would come over to your dorm room and watch old episodes of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. The short-lived Aaron Sorkin uh, take on Saturday Night Live. That was I, 2006. That must have been fall of 2006. It was freshman year. Mm-hmm. Again, we're just completely dating ourselves right out of the gate. We're elder millennials, right? I think that's technically no, like no, no, our... no, 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 no. We're belt high fastball millennials. We're not older millennials. We're right into all of it. Okay, we're dead center millennials. Just right, just right in the middle there. Um, but we, I had a DVR in my laptop. That's how addicted to TV I've been for eternity is my computer in college was able to somehow, I don't even know how this technology existed in, in 2006, but I was able to pull up TV shows and record them via a computer DVR. And that's how we watched a lot of TV freshman year. So I remember that. I remember that. It was, it was, uh, it was game changing technology and yeah, because I, I think everyone knows when you go away to college, you stop watching the traditional 8 to 10.30 p.m. primetime TV because all of a sudden there's so many other things to do. And, you know, that was back when we were in school. It was still analog television in all the dorms. So you definitely changed the game when you could just pull up, uh, you know, NBC's lineup from the night before without any hesitation. So, yeah. No, that's, I think without that, we, we're not friends today. I think it's safe to say. That's fair. 14 years later, we still are friends. And now we have a podcast where we're going to talk about the incessant TV watching that we do. So first episode won't be a normal episode. We are going to do two quick recs each. Um, like I said, it'll normally be three per episode, but we're going to do uh, an old time, like an all time favorite, and then a current show that's airing. Um, we'll get to that in a sec. Let's go through some FAQs, though, just to kind of explain, not actually frequently asked questions, but some questions to actually explain kind of what the show is. Um, The first one is, is this bad timing to start a TV show podcast 
movies, just content in general, when we might be coming up against like a content shortage, thanks to COVID, like, do we have terrible timing? I think we might have terrible timing, but I've, we've never had the best timing in the world. I thought you were going to go political on us uh, as this is, we're recording this the day before the election. And I actually had a couple of ideas as to things I'm watching right now, but it may not age super well as people probably won't listen to this for, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, so uh, twofold, our timing isn't great. I actually thought about that too. Give me one thing that you're watching right now that might not age well. Quick, quick hit. Uh, you know what I actually like? I Showtime's making a big resurgence in my life. I enjoy watching The Circus. Okay. Uh, it's good. It's 30 minutes. It's it's quick and easy. Uh, I also just knocked out uh, The Comey Rule two weeks ago. Okay, with, I haven't watched that yet. That's on my list. That one's good. It's a, it's a quick five hour romp. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it stands up obviously. And I think you could probably watch that a year, two years, five years from now, but it's, it's very timely right now, obviously. Yeah. All right. So we might, we might have bad timing just all around TBD. We'll see how this plays out. All right. The second question I have is, can we cuss? So we can, cause we're in charge, right? But our friends are old and they have kids who are getting to the age where if the kids in the car, can our friends put the podcast on? Cause they're starting to learn stuff. Like that's how old we are that our friends are that age or getting there. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, I hear you there. I, I also say in my advancing age, I understand that less is more when it comes to the cussing. So maybe, maybe that's uh, very mature of you. It, I mean, it really is. It, it carries a little bit more water when you drop an F bomb every other sentence rather than every sentence, if you know what I mean. So I've, I've, right. tr- I've tried to dial back my, my cussing. Okay. So I didn't I know. I thought, I thought when you, you when, might do it for, I, I'm going to, I'm going to pull back the curtain here. Cause when you sent me that email, I thought that was just for me. I didn't think you were going to share that with, with the listening world. I think that's a fair question. All of our parent <laughs> friends, all of our parent friends in their cars right now are so happy that we're discussing this. We're thinking we are very unselfish and we're thinking of them and their children. Okay. Fair. Let's, let's keep patting ourselves on the back. So, okay. far, so far, we've congratulated ourselves for being bingers <laughs> before, since before binging was cool. And we're so selfless that we're not going to swear on the off chance that one of our friends' kids will pick up on it and start using that word. Yeah, well, I think we're model citizens. 2020 is the year of self-love and things are hard and you just got to love on yourself where you can. That's all I got to say. So, okay, next question. Are we going to stop making this podcast after nine episodes the way that we did with our former podcast, Three's Company? Well, I think that's that's an, an unfair indictment to Three's Company, seeing as we were living together, and then all of a sudden we stopped living together, which made the podcast yeah. a little, little bit more difficult. Uh, this is the era of Zoom, where we could live a couple of states away and still talk. And you know, I'm not going to not I'm not going to stop watching TV anytime soon. And yeah. I feel like you're the same way. So I don't I don't see I don't see this ending anytime soon. That's fair. I I agree. Three's company was, we did our best. There were technical challenges. We went through many different recording ways. I feel like from this one, knock on wood, we're patting ourselves on the back again, but I feel like we've got the audio situation good from the jump. Whereas last time it was just a big struggle. I feel like we're going to hit the groove earlier this time. This is oddly transparent. I really, you, so Lindsay sent me this email with all this outline. I didn't think she'd like go over it with all of you to like, (laughs) <laughs> like, like to let you guys in on the decision process. Will we get, 
will we get sick of this and be over it in two months? I mean, will we get over it in two months? Probably. That doesn't mean we still can't do it. In I think, fairness, I you, think didn't that's... Respond. you didn't respond to any of my questions. So I just felt like this is the way to get the response was to do it on the podcast. All right. Well, you could have emailed me back. You got me there. All right. So last question is episodes. When will they air? It'll usually be Monday night ish. So, you know, Netflix drop stuff on Fridays. That used to be every Netflix drop used to basically be on a Friday. Now they're really mixing it up and we'll throw something in on a Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday's um, a hot day. Yeah. It, but it, you know, well, that was the Tuesday was like the, the music drop, like when we were kids right now that's moved mm-hmm. to Fridays, but mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Fridays, kind of the more common stuff. So we want to be on top of the content. If something is, if Netflix is putting out a big show on Friday, like we want to have most of it watched over the and, weekend. Just and, we will anyway. Right. And I think prestige appointment television still exists in some form Sunday nights on the premium networks. I mean, obviously yes. you're, you're a slave to HBO programming. We'll get to that in a second, but I two three shows a year HBO puts out that you know they're 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 old school they'll put it out week to week which which gives us something to get excited about for Sunday night and that that's a magic that uh that we'll be able to to capitalize on with Monday with Monday, Monday morning recaps right So yes and that is a perfect transition into we're going to do a quick wreck um we'll dive in a little more typically I sort of chose this one for the first episode, because I think we'll go pretty quick, but we'll we'll do three. We'll go a little more in depth. This time, we're just going to do pretty quick hitters. So we're going to do new wreck, old wreck. I'll start with my news since we're talking about HBO Sunday Night Prestige TV. I probably should put that in air quotes. My wreck this week is going to be The Undoing, which it's like prestige TV, but drunk, right? So have you watched one episode or two? There's two out currently. I've, I've I'm all caught up. Okay. I just got, I just watched the second episode. I just got all caught up. So not to be this person, but I read the book first and it's a book called you should have known. And I could totally picture it as a TV show. As I was reading the cast for this, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, Donald Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, uh, is right. A list city. Yep. The show is insane like i don't think it's not insane but it's entertaining in a way where i think everyone should dip their toe in once or twice and make a decision from that point but i think it's at least worth checking out what are your thoughts i think it's it's insanely entertaining i'll see it all the way through uh and by the way it's it's david e kelly yes david e kelly is still making television uh and he's behind this one i will say HBO has done this for long enough. They know what works with their miniseries and they know exactly what they're doing. So this is, a, this is the night of hugely successful miniseries three, four years ago, four years ago now, I guess meets, oh my gosh. Okay. meets Nicole Kidman's other HBO vehicle, big little lies. Big little you know, lies. It's, yeah. it's, it's immediately a whodunit. And, you know, the person who is obviously suspect number one is clearly not going to be the person who ended up doing it in the end. I'm basing that off nothing. I, unlike Lindsay, have not read the book. But it's so it's got that element to it. It also has, you know, the fall from grace. It also has these people who are living in the Upper East Side who have everything figured out. I mean, Hugh Grant is a pediatric oncologist. Can you think of a more heroic 
dignified profession than a pediatric oncologist. And apparently he's like the greatest one in the city. Uh, and guess what? He's kind of a slimy asshole. So it works on all those levels. We as a society, we like two things, Lindsay. We like watching the rise, but boy, oh boy, do we love watching the fall. And this is definitely, definitely the fall. It's like I said, it's crazy entertaining, but I, I feel like I've seen it a few times before. Would you agree? Can, with real that? quick question. And then I'm going to take the final word on this. Did you, who do you think is the super obvious person first, Hugh Grant or the husband? Hugh Grant. Her, Hugh Grant. Okay. 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 So I will say, I do think they changed the killer from the book to the show. And I, oh, okay. that's which, so I won't actually, I won't spoil who the killer was in the book, but I do think they might've changed that up. So I don't know what's coming because that same thing with the night of was based on a British show and they changed the killer from the British show. It was almost a word for word script and they changed who Good. the killer was. Ultimately. Great. So keeping you on your toes. Um, it's got a lot of, it's the whodunit. It's kind of trashy. There's like gratuitous nudity and a really funny, some really funny edits where you're just like, what is happening here? Like I said, a list cast David E. Kelly, right? all the big names you could need. There's bad therapy. So like she's a therapist and it's the classic TV therapy where it's just completely ridiculous and all that. Like it has all these elements of that's also, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off, but the the bad TV therapy that is exposition at its finest where 20 minutes into episode one, you know that Nicole Kidman is not only married to a well-respected pediatric oncologist. I'm going to say pediatric oncologist as many times as possible, by the way, as many times as I can stick it in. Not only is she married to Hugh Grant, who's this awesome, lovable doctor, but she is a strong, fierce, independent career woman who knows a thing or two about psychology because she undresses her patient in like four sentences. So I think they use that. I think oftentimes our heroes or one of our main characters are psychologists because it's so easy to show how professional and how good they are at their job in one quick scene. But also not to take it, you know, be too critical here. Well, I mean, we can be critical, but therapists should never judge and act that way towards their patients. ever. Like it's horrible. It's horrible therapy. If your therapist ever does that, get a therapist. Like that's end of story. So, okay. So that's my recommendation. We went deeper than I thought we were going to give me your current rec. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought it over. I was like I said, I'm on kind of a Showtime kick, so I was going to recommend um, uh, the Good Lord Bird about uh, yeah, 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 about the crazy abolitionist uh, John Brown. Oh, who stars in it? Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Okay. It's not we. If you watch a preview, you're like, "What? This looks crazy." Because guess what? It is crazy. It's entertaining. But um, it's not done yet, so I don't know if I'm fully in on it. Obviously, neither is neither is the Undoing. But one show that I knocked out a couple of weeks ago, and I was late on it, I admit, but I absolutely loved it, was uh, Zero, Zero, Zero. I'm late on that one, too, and that's on my list. Give me a quick – you just Zero, did two. You cheated. But give me a I know, quick synopsis. I know. It's just to show off how much TV I watch. Uh, zero, 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 it is three different storylines all about one shipment of Coke. There are – are the buyers in Italy, the sellers in Mexico, and the traffickers who are based out of New Orleans. So two-thirds of it are in subtitles, obviously Italian and Mexican or Spanish. And the third is uh, Gabriel Burns family. They own like this big uh, shipping corporation. And they Okay, you love they, a subtitle show more than me. Yeah, because you got to pay attention. You got to sink in. 
Subtitles, subtitles are tough in that way. I mean, I don't know if Amazon allows you to do dubs. I don't recommend dubbing anything because it just takes you out of the acting. But give Zero Zero an episode and a half. I guarantee you by midway through, because it's they do a little non-linear action. And once you figure out how they tell the story, once you have that, you know, dialed in, it's 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 excellent TV. Seven, eight episodes, I believe. So yeah, you can knock it out in a work day. Well, what is that? So, all right, that's good. I'm going to do a quick, I say we go 30 seconds on our all-time recs because a lot of people have probably seen these, but this is just to kind of like show our taste, what we usually watch. And obviously you and I are both super into true crime. If I meet someone and we're talking TV and I'm like, have you seen the jinx? And they say, no, like I'm jealous of that person for not have I get both of my recs are HBO, but not having seen the jinx. If you have HBO, you have to do it. It's six episodes. It is, I think, the best true crime doc out there. A lot of people have obviously seen it, not everyone has. They interview the actual criminal. He sat down with them, which is the true, like the craziest part about this. It's not like a regular dateline. Like this guy is basically incriminating himself the whole time, which just is fascinating. It's three different crimes. This guy commits crimes left and right, gets away with it, or does he? So if you haven't seen the jinx, all-time wreck, I think it's from 14, 15 era, yeah. so it's five or six years old. It's amazing. It's, uh, I believe it's spring of 2015. I know that because I was watching that in real time as I was going through a breakup, and I remember watching the finale. You know how when you're going through a breakup, side note, sidebar, and you're watching some movie and you're watching something, and you could watch it a million, you're like nothing is, nothing is computing. Like you're not registering anything because you're just – your head is so far gone. This one helped sure. me out because it was so the finale wow. of this docu series is so good and so jaw dropping that it looks scripted. It feels scripted. Um, so yeah. When I great. go through a breakup, I I don't turn to true crime, but I'm glad that it helped you through. Yeah. Well, you know, I was all out of Chardonnay and tears <laughs> and sorbet. always more of that. Yeah. Uh, mine is, and I hate to, so you pigeonhole yourself as a, um, an HBO loyalist loyalist and i hate to do this but uh i swear i'm i'm not crazy into cocaine but mine also has to do with cocaine uh cocaine cowboys billy corbin's premiere doc now it's not a tv show it's 14 years old but i am sure if it came out today it'd be a, a docuseries on netflix or otherwise obviously billy corbin's uh work contemporary work is all on Netflix is he had that 537 votes, which is excellent. That just came out on HBO uh, dropped two weeks ago. Uh, this is an unbelievable story film about uh, Miami's ascension through the eighties of how they were just like a small fisher town and how they turned into, you know, an international hub. And it's all 100%, not 99%, not 98%, 100% built on cocaine. Uh, it's fascinating. Recommend checking it out. Where can I watch? Where can I watch that now? Ooh, Do I have to God. go to Blockbuster. Good one. I think it's on Amazon Prime. No, you don't have to go okay. to Blockbuster. Good one. Hollywood Video. I was a Hollywood Video guy. Still, card carry member. <laughs> we were all Hollywood Video guys in uh, Spokane. You had to be. All right. So those are our all-time quick recs. Our current recs. Obviously, maybe some of us need to diversify our interests. I will work on that. <laughs> In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. We got some more TV to watch, so catch us next week with uh, maybe some better recommendations. I'll try a little harder next week. Bye.